friends and family. This is Kevin Cruz. Hey, y'all, and this is Natalie Avilas. And we want to thank you for joining us this week for another FTK podcast. Yes, FTK podcast, where people from the kingdom are coming together for the kingdom to further the kingdom. Today, we have a special guest joining us. He goes by the name of Ginger Beard Preacher on TikTok, a video sharing social network that has gained more popularity recently as we all follow the stay-at-home order during this pandemic. Thank you for joining us, uh, Mike Masari. Yes, hi, how are you guys doing? Hey man, welcome on to the podcast. Yeah guys, Mike is a Chicago native who has taken advantage of this popular platform to be bold in sharing his faith, and we are just overjoyed to have him take some time and join us today, and we're just going to ask him a couple of questions. I'm just going to dive right into it, Mike. Um, I know that this has been a pretty tough time, to say the least, for kind of like on a worldwide scale. Uh, but I've seen that you've taken this opportunity to kind of just share hope and positivity on the platform TikTok. I just kind of want to ask, you know, what's inspired you to just be so bold in sharing your faith? So I think the biggest thing for me into being bold with my faith was, um, you know, I've I realized that when you, you have to be vulnerable and you have to be okay with, with opening up um, yourself to, to even criticism, um, so I think one of the biggest things for me was you, just accepting the fact that, you know, people are going to accept, accept you for who you are, but they're not going to, you know, they can either judge you and they can like sit there and not be okay with it. Or they can sit there and be like, oh, this guy's actual genuine. Let's see what he's got. So that's the, the big part of, of what I want to do now is, uh, especially on TikTok, is I want to be able to be vulnerable, like, be open enough to explore uh just explore just everybody and tell them like, look, God's done so much for me. Um, and I want him to do the same for you. But if you need help with it, don't worry that there are people who are there to, to help you. For sure. That is like such a great point. I feel you. I feel like that's actually what really, um, when watching your TikTok videos, I could just really tell like, man, this guy is like really genuine and really authentic and sharing his faith which was really pleasing in the midst of everything happening to be able to witness. I feel like especially in a platform like TikTok where you see a lot of, for example, secular challenges and a lot of people um, just jumping on to kind of share what's happening in their worldview. It's nice to be able to see it from a Christian lens. Mm-hmm. Were you using TikTok prior to the pandemic? I... I actually got on TikTok because my friend was like, hey, you should download TikTok. And I was like, hey, not a chance. <laughs> right. And then he was like, he sent me a couple of videos of TikTok. And I went, fine, I'll download it. And then I ended up getting really hooked on TikTok. Um, I, would sp- <laughs> I would lose sleep, actually, because of TikTok. That's how bad that got. And then I was like, well, since I'm on TikTok like 24-7, I might as well do something with it. So I started uh, started really preaching. Uh, I, th- I think one of my first few videos, I was at Target uh, where I work, and I was just like hanging out. I was just like, you know, screw it. Let's see what this, let's see how this goes. And, you know, I made fun of my hairstyle because I said I'm the, I said I'm the male version of Karen of hairstyles. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's true, though, guys. I've seen his hairstyle. It's It's great. Um, I, I personally love it. Um, but yeah, so like, like, you know, just, and that's the other thing too, is, is if you're able to make fun of yourself, 
then then there's no then there's just the, it's a better joy to make fun of yourself before you can sit there and have other people make fun of you um and so like that's a part of that's part uh, another part of tiktok whereas i was able to express kind of like a, a release of okay look i know i'm i'm goofy i know i can be dumb sometimes you know like earlier today i had start like uh some candy and i all of a sudden realized i had a mask on and i started trying to eat the the mask instead of the, the candy and i was like wow that's impressive yeah that sounds really impressive and i actually i feel that i feel like on tiktok like it gives you the opportunity to kind of be vulnerable and kind of examine yourself and joke around with yourself and poke fun at yourself even um mm-hmm. and since talking about that, i kind of wanted to see have you gotten any negative uh reactions while on tiktok and sharing your face and just kind of sharing you know really who you are i would have i i say i i got i i don't really get negative reactions which is great i get i got a question a couple of days ago um mm-hmm. someone uh questioned me about faith and and what it means and how religion was a waste of time and all that and i was like like okay, like I get it. Like that's that's not an issue. The issue became where he he said something uh, along the lines of, "So faith is. So do you think faith is the path of truth?" And I said, "Yes, because I believe that's what you know. That's how Jesus did. Like died for us, and He is the way, the truth, and the life. That is what yeah. we we're told. That's what we're taught." Uh, and he goes, oh, okay, so because of that, can I say I have faith? And he went on to say something that I refuse to repeat because it's not, it's not factual, it's not spiritual, and it was not, in, like, for me, it was not okay. I was like, you can't sit there, and he threw a race in it, and I was like, you can't throw a race. Like, that's, you just drew the line out of that. And I was like, look, you can't put faith, you can't put those two together. In the sense of you can't just all of a sudden throw what you believe like that into this incident. And he goes, well, I'm trying to tell you that the only way to truth is information. And I go, yeah, but you can have faith and then have information at the same time. Mm -hmm. NASA did it in 1969 when they sent uh, Neil Armstrong to the moon. Like, there are a bunch of examples in life where this happens. And so I think when he he talked about that was really what the, the struggle was. Yeah. No. Yeah. And one thing that, uh, well, when you talked about NASA and it made me think about space, um, I remember watching one of your TikTok videos where uh, you talk about uh, a rocket ship going out uh, into space and how yeah um, how that's related to God. And to be honest, I still uh, I'm still like you were at the beginning uh, when it came to TikTok because I uh, I still haven't downloaded yet. Still haven't uh, taken the dive in there. A lot of people tell me check it out. Some people tell me be careful because you're gonna get addicted to it just because uh, <laughs> they have family members that have just like you know spend a lot of time on there. Yeah. Uh, so like thank thankful for Natalie. She was able to um, tell me about you, and I saw that video and uh, it was pretty awesome. Um, you, uh, I'm not sure if you can remember it at the top of your head, but you you explained how the rocket ship. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, I remember the video. So it was the, it was, uh, it was one of those ones where I was, I thought it was going to be a nice day outside. Um, and then I started walking around in the forest and it got really cold. So I was like, I need to hurry this up. Like, this is getting too cold for me to do this outside. 
Um, but I do remember that because I remember saying that, you know, the way that it works is, is God is NASA. God in a sense is NASA. He is the, the person that is going to guide the rocket and guide the, 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 the object into space, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get to where it's supposed to be. The rocket itself or the, the cargo is what they would call it. The cargo is you. You are that cargo. And you're the entire that you're the actually the entire rocket itself. But yeah, the I think main you, part uh, of you in the TikTok yeah. video you said the like the the baggage and the stuff that was holding us back was the cargo. Yeah. Correct? And so no, so 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 the cargo is like the most important part of the, of the rocket. It's like in the top of the the rocket itself. The the breeze itself is the part that comes off of the rocket, which is, oh, uh, which is where like you know your baggage that comes in, your your you know like it, your addictions, you know your 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 issues, you know your anger, you know the people that you you deal with in your or the things that you deal with in your life are. Uh, are are that debris that comes off, and slowly but surely, like God's gonna sit there and He's gonna help you remove everything. Like He's gonna sit there and He's gonna like just set you free. He's gonna sit there. He's gonna take off layer by layer on like you know, and you're gonna get to where you're supposed to go. So, and I think I think one thing I like about TikTok is I'm able to explain that, and then if people do have questions, I can go further into it, like over Messenger. Um, where I, I yeah, I, that's really awesome. I've yeah. never thought about that um, that relation, and I've never uh, uh, I, I can't I can't remember from learning that in uh, in elementary school. But like when I when I heard that, I was like, wow, like that is so awesome. Um, but I also wanted to uh, talk about your faith. I wanted to know uh, what your uh, uh, your walk like has been um you know how long have you been a christian for you know maybe you can give us a little bit about your testimony yeah so um i so a little bit about uh myself is from so i was born in january of 1996 um and then four years later uh my parents were divorced um they were separate they've been divorced for almost 20 yeah, about 24 years in October. Um, well, about 20 years in October, I lied. Um, and then about three years later, when I was in about maybe first or second grade, um, I was diagnosed with uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Um, so where, you know, and it wasn't like those ones where like you get like distracted and then you can continue on with your day. No, I had like the extreme. Yeah. I I was at like probably like a little more extreme. I was more um you you sit down, you get distracted, you stare at that distraction and you don't hear anybody and then you finally get caught up and you're like, "Oh wait, what did I just miss?" And then you realize that you just wasted 20 minutes just looking out the window. Um so that was a big part of, of myself, of my life where I, I never really understood why I was like that. Um, why I was so like, why I felt so different, why I couldn't learn the same as everybody. Um, but when I hit the age of 14, that's when I first came to Christ. Um, that's when I first kind of learned about him. I, I went to church. Um, I went to, I went on this, this winter camp, uh, with my church. And, and that's when I kind of like really gave myself to Christ. Cause I just felt something just, 
inside me kind of just want it. And then I hit, and, and then, you know, like you're a kid, you know, you don't know any better. So then I hit 18. I was going off to college uh, and then I got baptized. And then I didn't really do anything. Like I kind of sat there. It was like, I get baptized. And then three months later, I was like, kind of like, out, like off that rail. Like I was not doing what I was supposed to do. I was not being like the the, the person. I was not being like the voice of God. I was not being that person. Um, and then we'll f- fast forward to six years when I hit twenty three. So last year, um, I went on a different retreat where it was more of a, a men's style, where it was you, you you were with men and you weren't with kids. Um, and and this that- was to South Africa, correct? No, this was a different one. South Af- so South Africa was actually this year. Um, 2013, uh, it kind of like started to slowly revive myself. Um, I went through a terrible breakup. Um, I got, I went back, I had an addiction to, I had an alcohol problem. I was smoking. I was addicted to painkillers. And then I had this huge issue with, with women, um, in, in the sense of, of uh, sexual frustration. So I was just always fighting that. And I discovered that really in, in last year. Uh, but South Africa kind of put me into the part where I'm at now, where South Africa is that pinnacle point in my life where I realized that God is, God was there even at my worst times and God is still going to be with me in my best times. And um, when, when these, when this happened, it was, incredible uh, south africa changed my life to to really really know more about myself as a christian and what i should be doing and what i shouldn't be doing and that that's so awesome you know to see the the change and the progress that you've been through to to know jesus on a deeper level and uh yeah, I, I really appreciate you, you know, sharing your testimony and just seeing the change that's happened in your life to now be able to share the love of God to other people through mm-hmm. through TikTok. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. I mean, it's I mean, that's that's the beautiful thing about, you know, being a Christian is when you are vulnerable with even the the small like the 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 smallest things that you can do is you can be open and honest. Um I think that's that's the key to being, you know, true to yourself. Yeah, is, is so, you, somebody who's genuine. You you have you can't be somebody who if, like one of the one of the biggest things I've learned in South Africa, um, and I'm slowly but surely learning it now is whatever you do in private, no matter what it is, it affects what you do in in public. Um, that's so good. That's so good. That's so true. Yeah, like and, everything that you're doing though like your actions um they're kind of birthed in your heart you know like you yeah. decide to do something in your heart and then you follow suit with your actions and that is gonna affect you because even if you do it in private eventually it's gonna leak for a lack of words into other aspects of your life and that's mm-hmm. that's your character that's your integrity that's your witness your testimony and even if humans if it's not if it's not something that you know like humans are witnessing you doing 
Um, we have a father that is omnipresent, that sees everything, you know, and yeah. we answer for everything. We do everything. We think everything we say, which is kind of heavy when we think about it. But it forces us to be intentional um, and be raw and real with him in our conversations, I like to believe. Yeah. And those things that um, we do alone also not only just affect us, but it affects, um, you know, those we love, those around us. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, we, we spoke yesterday. I did want to transition and, and hear about uh, this company that you and a few others are starting in Chicago or have started. And I was mm-hmm. hoping you can give us a little bit about, um, you know, the name of the company and, you know, what the, the mission is for the company. Yeah, so uh, the company name is Great Fire Productions. Um, we are a, a film production uh, company, really, that we – our goal is to to help artists currently in the Chicago area to to kind of get discovered and kind of have, like, a platform um, for themselves. We – people want to say that we're, like, an investor into it, but I, I disagree. I think we're more of a partnership. We want to – we want to be able to help the artists get known and we want the artists to help us get known. So it's more of a, a, it's a transactional type of thing. You know, it's like, Hey, you're doing this for me. Let me do this for you. Um, and at the end of the day though, it's, it's something that, you know, my business partner and I, we, we've talked about it for years. Um, we were like, Hey, we need to get this thing going. And I was like, absolutely. Um, we do also want to help, uh, those who are screenwriters, those who want to make short films, those who want to make feature films. Um, we probably won't be doing feature films anytime soon due to the fact that we are uh, obviously in COVID-19, but also because um, our budget for right now is not the the greatest. And we want to be able to uh, right now budget ourselves to, to smaller films. Yeah, that's smart. So, yeah, we that's that's the, the, the goal for us is, is we want to be able to to help those get known. We want to be able to help them just realize uh, that that they don't have to do this alone. They don't have to spend a fortune on, on camera work and everything. All they have to do is, you know, they, they have contacts and, in, in, you know, me and my buddy and we, we plan on, on helping everyone. And so. Are you guys only uh, uh, working in Chicago, or are you guys open to, uh, you know, travel? So right now, we we our, our goal is to do a little bit of Chicago. I I want to open it within a couple within a few, you know maybe about a month or two, um, or whenever COVID nineteen is over. We we want to open it to uh, to expand to that point of you know, going statewide. Um, and then maybe a little bit further on, maybe a couple months, maybe if we get more people to help us out, maybe we start, you know, after we start hiring employees, uh, then we'll go nationwide in that sense. So it's, it's we're, we're, we have to take it step by step. We can't just obviously go, oh, we're going to do it nationwide because that that's a huge budgeting thing that we have to work on. Um, and I know for a fact that, you know, we, we don't want to neglect all the states. We, we really don't. Um, 
Chicago is is one of the the biggest when it comes to to music and it comes to to filming but we want to give other people a shot we just have to slowly take our time with it um so like i said i think i'm going to do within a month or two to be able to kind of officially go like full like full state of illinois and then maybe do a little indiana wisconsin missouri and then at that point we'll go nationwide probably if we get you know more and more and we continue to work That sounds pretty dope, dude. I think it's so great when you're able to um, have these desires that God places in our hearts and to be able to just execute them, you know, through the strength and everything that he puts in us. And I think it's really cool to be able to see this journey as someone who's getting to know you and build a connection with you, you know, mm-hmm. through social media, <laughs> to be able to see this journey for you. And I'm like looking forward to being able to see you and your company just hit the ground running. And I'm excited for what's to come. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's been an absolute uh, privilege to to you know even to use TikTok as like a platform. Um, you know, I, I think that it's extremely helpful in that sense because there are people who you know I I put on a uh, a video I put up a video asking you know if anybody need prayer requests, and the amount of responses that I've had um, honestly shocked me. Um, I've had probably about eight to 10 people just messaging me about like personal issues that were going on and, and just people mess. And I, I feel blessed in that sense of, you know, that they, they, that they're willing to trust me enough to, to have me pray for them and, and for me not to, to say anything. And I think uh, it goes so far and, you know, the, the love that, that the TikTokers are so amazing. Um, the, the TikTok fans, they, 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 they know how to love. So yeah, That's I definitely so awesome. feel that. I think the community. Oh, sorry, Kevin. I was just gonna say, I think the community that I've been able to witness through TikTok, um, it's just really dope. Like having everyone come together, and I think it's also really cool how I've noticed you've been on TikTok for a little bit less than eleven days now. I think like your first TikTok that you posted was on four eleven. So yeah, literally ten days you've been on TikTok, and you've accumulated. Yeah. Um, about five, almost 500 followers, which is really dope. And it's not dope in the sense of the amount of people, like, um, as in like numbers, but it's cool because it's so much more than just numbers. Those are literally souls, you know, that mm-hmm. are witnessing and watching the content that you're putting out. And I think it's so, literally, it's so dope that you're putting out content that glorifies God, that you're being real, you're being honest, um, you're just kind of sharing your journey on here. And I think, you know, it's like the more people that you get to reach, obviously, that's the whole point. You know, the Great Commission is to go forth and to share the gospel so that we can therefore lead people into believing and therefore lead people into the baptism of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I think you're doing so great at sharing your faith. And I feel like the mission field is right here in our hands through our phones you know it's like yeah mission trips are great don't get me wrong like um i think i shared with you yesterday kevin and i like our church is a great missionary calling and we're super excited and grateful that god Mm -hmm. has bestowed that calling upon our church and upon the people in our church but it's also so cool to know that god can move through tiktok through instagram through facebook um and yeah i just love being able to witness that yeah I think to to piggyback off that though, I think it's it's I mean, 
I, I think it's cool, especially because if you have this this call and, and you have, you know, like I, I never, I've never read a, a book of the Bible, um, actually, from 14 to 23. And then when I hit 24, I am almost done with the New Testament. And for anybody who knows me, um, if I ever sit there and said, oh, I'm reading anything, they might like drop and have a heart attack. Um, because I don't read a book, like read book reading is not my thing. Um, if I told you that I read, you know, like, oh, in the Bible, it says this, they'd look at me like, oh my God, you actually read that. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, it's actually kind of cool. Like I never knew reading was so much fun until I picked up the Bible. Um, so it comes to, so, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's, you hear God in a, in so many different ways. And that's something that I've learned where you can hit God to the point of, you know, you never thought. And then all of a sudden you come back down to earth and you're still hearing God and he's telling you to go a whole different direction. And you're just looking at him like, what? Okay. So, yeah, I can totally personally relate for that. Uh, relate to that. I can't speak for Kevin, but Honestly, prior to, I think maybe when I was younger, I like enjoyed reading books, but when I was a teenager and like early twenties, definitely not. Um, personally, I really was just like super duper, like deep in the world. I was Mm -hmm. definitely did not have any time to read books, not all. So, um, yeah, coming to Christ, I think that was something that I really struggled with, like getting in the word, um, and even just getting to enjoy other quality books written by you know other christians or just other people just for like intellectual knowledge and like growth and stuff um but yeah it's so true it's like once you start reading and really getting in the wording you see how it literally comes alive and how it can transform you it's almost i want to use this word very loosely but it can be almost addicting because it's almost like whoa like i get it you know like i think when i was first coming to christ and i was being discipled like um my mentor would always tell me you know you have to allow your mind to be renewed your mind has to be renewed your mind has to be renewed and i'd be like well how does that happen and the renewal of our mind comes from being in the word and being in communion with the holy spirit um, so yeah, man, I can totally relate. Like I'll just talk and I'll be able to indirectly reference scripture and like say things that are obviously like in the Bible and people are like, what? Like you read and not just my brothers and sisters in Christ, but even like people who necessarily aren't, you know, yeah, following yeah. Christ, which is so dope. It's so dope to be able to witness and have those type of conversations like that. I think too, the, what's interesting is, you know, I, I, I love I love the the argument because I have I have tattoos and I think I love the argument of having tattoos is is Read. not is is I I find it hysterical and I always I always tell them you know they're like oh you have tattoos well you're a sinner and I go that's true you ever broken a bone and they go yeah I'm like well you're a sinner too then because you just destroyed a temple of God congratulations and they're like well mine was an accident I was like these were these are a story. And he goes, well, your temple is a holy, like your your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. And I go, yeah, my Holy Spirit is, keeps telling me to keep decorating. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really Dang, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Testify, I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm like tatted up, but I definitely have 
um, quite a few tattoos myself, some that I got prior to coming to Christ. And I've added some of my funnier tattoos um, since coming to Christ. I actually have a tattoo of, did you watch Spongebob growing up, Mike? I did. <laughs> oh, oh man. Did. Saw him? Kevin, should I tell him? She, yeah. Oh, man. Did yeah. I ever watch Spongebob? <laughs> so, um, there is an episode, obviously. You know the chocolate episode? Oh, don't tell me. I literally have the little grandma <laughs> tattoo. Oh, that's awesome. It's so funny. I literally, I was saved, you know, saved, sanctified, set apart. No, I'm just kidding. But I really, I really, um, I knew Christ at this time. And I think it was my 22nd birthday. And I just walked into the tattoo shop and I wanted to get a little cross, you know, something super Christian. I'm totally poking fun. But I did want to get a cross, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, little, a little cross tattoo. And the guy who did my cross was an apprentice. And he was just really cool, really funny. Like, we were vibing. He was my age. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he had a drawing of the little grandma from SpongeBob that says chocolate. And I was like, dude, that's so dope. And he was like, hey, if you get that, like, done, I'll give you a deal. Like, I'll cut you a deal. And I was like, heck, yeah. Oh, say what? Then- Seriously? That's that's so cool. I got, speaking of tattoos, I got, uh, so one of my, two of my tattoos I have um is uh, Jeremiah twenty nine twelve, where it says, "In those days you pray, I will listen." Mm. Um, and I mm. have my grandmother's name. Uh, she passed away from uh, breast cancer when I was probably about maybe ten. Mm. Uh, but she was very, but I was very close with her. She was very, you know, she was Italian, so she was uh, very family oriented. Um, but I have her name tattooed on my wrist. And when I first got it tattooed, the guy com- like butchered it. And like you can kind of see that he butchered it, but like I like it how it looks now. Um, but then I got the other tattoo done, and the guy who charged me only—he only charged me for one of the tattoos. He didn't charge me for the other one. And I was like, "Dude, that's that's love. Like, that's what's up." <laughs> yeah, butcher my tattoo and then give me a deal. I'm here for it, man. Hey, I was like, hey, you don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Mike, it has seriously, dude, it's been such a pleasure. I feel like our friendship has evolved tremendously in the last 24 hours from literally coming across um, to your TikToks late at night, because that's when I came across them, to... Agreed. (laughs) To literally me sending your TikToks to Kevin, to literally Kevin and I coming together and praying and just asking God to lead us in this podcast journey, to then you know, Kevin and I being bold and reaching out to you. I honestly thought, I was like, man, like, I mean, he's a Christian. Like, he's not going to be rude, of course, right? Please, Lord. But I was like, man, like, what are the odds that he'll actually reply back? Um, And then to you actually replying back. So I think it's great that we're able to form these connections. And I hope that we can keep in touch and talk later. I love seeing what God is doing in your life. I'm grateful that I came across you on TikTok. And I just kind of want to go ahead and just wrap this up again by thanking you for coming on. And again, guys, Mike is a 24-year-old Chicago native. He is a co-owner and executive producer of his film company that is called um, The Great Fire Production. He's also a great brother in Christ. We will be going ahead and leaving Mike's information in the description for you all to check it out and follow him on TikTok. But I am going to let Mike shout himself out on TikTok before we end our conversation today. Mike, what is your TikTok? Uh, my TikTok name is uh, Ginger Beard Preacher. 
That's awesome. I'm sure that we could talk forever and ever about that. But <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I think for today, that's going to have to be it, Mike. Do you have any last thoughts that you'd like to leave our viewers with? Uh, I just want to say uh, thank you so much for the both of you to, to have me on. It's, it's you know, it's, such a, it's, it's even a bigger privilege to even have you reach out. And, you know, I, I've never had anybody ever ask me, hey, do you want to be on a podcast to talk about your faith? And usually I was, I, if this was before this year, I'd have been like, hey, you're insane. <laughs> um, but I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's such an honor to, uh, to be able to talk about God and to be able to, to even have a discussion, you know, about my company and to be able to talk to you guys. You know, I love the fact that you guys are doing this and you guys are reaching out to, to everybody. And I just want to say thank you guys. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Mike. We appreciate so, you. I appreciate and, uh, it. Guys. Thanks everybody else for tuning in. Thanks. Uh, for listening to the podcast we'll see you next week on ftk yes we shall and that is ftk that is people from the kingdom coming together for the kingdom to further the kingdom god bless you guys see you next time